into order. Start with a prayer and a pledge. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together again to do your will with regard to the city. Help us seek the truth and use it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Here. Mr. Bronner. Here. Mr. Bishop. Here. Mr. Boehner. Here. Mr. Tommen. Here. Mrs. Edichico. Here. You didn't call Mrs. Kroger. I know, she's absent. She's absent. Would it entertain a motion? I'll make a motion to excuse Mrs. Kroger. Second it. We have a motion by Mrs. Edichico, second by Mr. Tommen to excuse Mrs. Kroger. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries by voice vote. We have a quorum for business and a quorum for legislation. So, uh, approval of minutes. I only see July 3rd on here. There was one that we didn't approve last week of two. I'm not finished. Don't have that one. All right. Okay. So we have approval of minutes for the July 3rd special meeting. Has everyone received them? Yes. I'll make a motion. We approve it. Second. So we have a motion by Mr. Boehner, and a second by Mrs. Edichico. I almost called you Kroger. Sorry. <laughs> Not even here. To approve the minutes, uh, voice vote. Uh, all in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Audience asking participation. That's your section, ladies. I have to read this thing. This is a meeting of the Council of the City of Reading, made public for conducting the business of council and is not to be considered a community forum. Although I don't know what else that would be. Uh, for those who wish to address council, please approach the podium, state your name. At this time, you will be allotted five minutes to speak. When you are finished speaking, please return to your seat and council members may comment or answer questions if needed. Council members or the city administration may address anything said during the audience participation portion during their reports or at the end of the meeting or during other business. Please begin. Do have to memorize that? Yeah, well, Sorry. I haven't memorized it. Why would I expect that? <laughs> I, I have the gavel. I also have the, I have the timer, too. So. Okay. Um, I'm Deb Whitworth. I live at 114 Stephen Valley. Um, Ann and I are here just to talk about the stuff that's going possibly going on in Classic Academy. But the first thing I want to say is this is the first year that I've been down to the Reading Pool. And on a personal note, I'm able to take my grandkids down there. Kudos, whoever is running it, keeping it clean. The lifeguards are wonderful. So it's been a great summer going down to the pool this year. Awesome. Doing it. Grandkids love it. Um, the guards were in the kiddie pool talking to the kids. I know I have a six year old who wants to be a lifeguard. So, <laughs> but it's really good for the kids and they absolutely love the, the school. That's so sweet to hear. Yeah, it's a great place. And it's clean. I know it's old, but it's clean. It's really nice. All right, so on to Classic Academy. So um, we have a statement. It's not a petition. It's a statement that many of the residents between Dorian Siebenthaler and Carol signed. Um, we didn't go as far as Sylvia. We asked anybody if they wanted to sign. It was completely voluntary. The statement is that there's some activity going on down at the school. We know there's some electrical work going down that we see trucks and everything. Um, we have someone who parent goes, who shouldn't go to the school. She will periodically send me stuff. I guess they're apparently redoing some rooms down there. 
making one big room in a basement, a couple smaller rooms, moving electrical, they're knocking out walls, they took out some brick walls, put in windows. My question, I think Mr. Powell, I know you're on vacation, but our question was, do they have a permit? Does the changing of electrical have to be inspected, given that there's going to be children there? We don't know these questions, it's up to you as counsel uh, to see if that has to be done, if inspections have to be taken care of. And I can, I can reply to that. Uh, Mr. Ross, the safety service director, was on vacation last week. He returned on Monday. I uh, communicated with him following up on our previous emails, as I told you I would. Yep. And the latest is, there were several exchanges, but the latest as of 12.30 today uh, indicated that uh, Dan from our building department sent his inspector up. I asked him to let me know what he finds. I have not heard anything further on that. So once I know something, I'll be happy to share it with you. So. And everybody, because you know, that's, what, that's what part of this statement is about. We're worried that they are going to go through with this. Um, why would you be changing a building if you're not going to change it all the way to K through 12? We have no objections to the way the school is now. With the, you know, but they went from 450 to 700. 700? 600. 600, I'm sorry, 600 kids this next school year. So we'll see how that goes. To go to 1300, our objection is always and has been one road in, one road out. It's a safety issue, the infrastructure, the issues that we have, all that stuff. So we're asking you, the people who have signed this, um, they, and we have given Carla a copy, and I'm going to give you the original, sir. Please. Um, it is, you know, we're asking you to please look out for us. We strongly object to this expansion of the school down there. Not necessarily the school itself, but the expansion of the school. Um, you know, I mean, we're just continuing the, the traffic and the last year was horrible. You know, so we're asking you as council be my elected officials to please look out for us and find out as much as you can in the zoning and things like that. Thank you. Okay. Yes. So two questions. You care to read the statement? Uh, yeah, if you give me the larger size. <laughs> She's putting it in larger form. <laughs> There's almost, I don't know, I haven't counted, there's like maybe 60, I guess we didn't get on to Sylvia and a lot of people were on vacation. If we need more signatures, we'll be happy to go get them and get them We, the underside homeowners, residents, and taxpayers of the Siementhaler, Carroll, and Dorian subdivision in Reading, Ohio, wish to express our concerns regarding the expansion of the Cincinnati Classical Academy currently leasing in the Archdiocese property at 178 Siementhaler Avenue. We strongly object to the proposed expansion, which would expand the school to approximately 1,300 students, additional faculty and staff, causing a disruption and possible burden to the community. We are requesting the mayor and all council members of the Reading, Ohio City Council proactively discuss the safety, zoning, infrastructure, public works, fire, police requirements to ensure the Cincinnati Classical Academy is aware of our objections to the expansion of the school. We're requesting the mayor and all council members of the city of Reading represent their citizens as elected officials and share our objection and ensure the community's continued safety, well-being, and quality of life of the subdivision and surrounding homeowners. This is also going to affect Hunt Road. It's going to, it's going to affect not just us. It's going to affect a lot of people. So that's what we we're asking. Have you guys ever thought about directly sending a communication to the classical academy um, i did i at one point was speaking well i shouldn't say that i 
texting back and forth with the board of director Hastings. Jed Hastings. And all he kept saying is, well, let me talk to him down there. And I said, well, we would like to go to the council and everything and the mayor beforehand. And I got the, that's fine. No, no more responses from him. I got the, and I'm sorry. You don't say something, that's fine. That's how I took it. <laughs> so, um, and I, we were pretty much dismissed. So, and you know, there's some homeowners that they talk about putting up signs and petitions. We said, let's calm down and see where this goes. And, you know, are they aware of what they need to do to expand down there? That one road in and one road out is our big, huge objection. That's a safety issue. I mean, one of, the, one of the reasons, last I heard they were still in negotiations, I haven't heard that that's gotten any closer. Have you? With I've, got, I've got information on that. Well, you want to share that? Yeah. Two of friends of mine that are on uh, Parish Council and the Finance Committee meet, they have found out that the Archbishop is still negotiating his attorney is um, because their first alternative at, at Ward's Corner Road is no longer viable because Miami Township owns that property and if they change the zoning they can't uh, they can't collect any earnings tax from the employees of the school so they're gonna leave that industrial they can't get a school in there with that industrial zoning um, but when about a month ago there was a, some sort of rumor swelled up on on uh, Facebook about 800 kids going down the road so I called talked to someone at school and they said no they're they're adding 150 kids in the seventh grade and she said she volunteered the information that they're trying to get the school system to send more buses and get the kids on the buses because three or four buses bring maybe one or two kids. There's never one or two kids. I'm thinking if, if you only got two, why wouldn't you put them in a van or a car? Why would you send a bus down and burn all that fuel? But uh, but they've got 65 kids just from Westchester coming in seventh grade. So they're trying to get them on a couple of school buses versus having 65 cars coming down. Um, the drawings, if you haven't seen the drawings, they're going to fill that that area with buildings that have a road going all the way around it um, they'll be taking out the house that the nuns were running out that's on the property uh, it's a ranch big ranch house uh, but you know the bigger problem besides all the traffic as has been expressed to me numerous times by many residents I know Ann and uh, Deb's one of my neighbor right next door the biggest issue is the fire protection if we have a situation like happened on the last day of school, I don't know if you get any calls, Bo, you couldn't go anywhere between Sanborn Hunt or Furman Hunt for over an hour. Now, a gentleman was here last year in October that was a transportation guy who was breaking out. He's getting two hundred cars to you in 15 minutes. He hasn't been there since January for some reason. I don't know what happened. So they've got teachers out there trying to get the kids out. They're not trained for it. They don't have a good system. Well, last day of school, I'm out cutting my grass and Pat Orman went by apologized. I said, I'm not going anywhere. I knew they were going to close, they are going to let out 11.30. There's no way I can get out of my driveway. It was back up solid for an hour. They, nobody got in or out. Now, if there was a situation with a fire, a paramedic run, there's no way in hell they're going to get down the street. Nor are they going to get on Carol, Dorian, or Sylvia. There's no room for them. 
Now, that's, there's only no parking on the west side. You know, we, you tried that one on the east side, but that was a, uh, wasn't a very good idea because the next day uh, I walked down that street at 7.30, looked at Indy 500 going over that hill. That's why they put the speed trail up because people were flying down it because they knew nobody was parked on the east side. Um, but yeah, from what I understand, talking to Dan Brooks a while back, I mean, yeah, I don't think they realize that they're going to have to uh, increase the water main going down there with put those other buildings up, uh, increase the MST capacity. That's not cheap, as you well know. Okay. So, you know, I don't know if they know that. And we're, I think that's what this is all about, to kind of encourage the school to take a look and talk to the building department to find out what other costs are involved before they end up buying a property. I think it might be worth bringing these concerns to the is it the archdiocese that owns the property currently right no. or is it our lady of no. the valley our lady of the valley owns the property okay uh, yeah there's, but a bit, the big there's a big difference here only because uh, and this is what i was told no one can find proof of this mm -hmm. but the bondahar ladies many years ago donated the property to archdiocese they put a deed restriction that wherever the people when they close the school or the church they go the money to that property goes there, which is unusual for the archdiocese. Right. So that's why, that's why the archdiocese had an attorney negotiating, because they want their piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm told now that they can't find a deed a restriction because it was sold a couple times through different archbishops. Mm -hmm. And deed restriction, unless somebody could go find the original one, may not hold them court if it's not on the, on the current one. Yeah. But either way, I mean, I think bringing the concerns to Our Lady of the Valley and even the Archdiocese, both of them. Well, Our Lady of the Valley is well aware of the uh, concerns. I've, I've expressed that to any number of people on the Parish Council, Finance Committee meeting, uh, committee that, that, that it's, not, it's not feasible what they're trying to do up there to add 1,300 students. And you just don't have the, you know, it's unfair for Evendale to build a road in there for them or dump them over on Cherryfield or jump them over on Sanborn. Mm -hmm. It's not fair to them either because none, none of our streets are capable of handling that kind of traffic. You know, now it's 45, 50 minutes in the morning, same in the afternoon. You have 13 cars there, you're talking now an hour and a half in the morning, an hour and a half in the, in the, in the morning where you can't get out. Because once you get out of your driveway, you can't go on Hunt Road because you can't turn left or right. Right. And then you have the few knuckleheads that take their, they, they want to drop their kids off and get to work mm -hmm. and they fly the speed trail approved that a couple of people are doing 40 miles an hour going uphill did you want to address the stop sign issue you were talking about earlier and going around and getting the statement signed a lot of people on Dorian um, had issues with getting out in the morning they could not turn left onto Siebenthaler it took them probably 10-15 minutes what I would suggest is put stop signs on that both ways on Siebenthaler so those people on Dorian could get out and it would also slow down the traffic coming down Siebenthaler it's not just the slow people yeah that, 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 I mean the speeding is not confined to the school people I no, mean, I, right. it's also the people living up there yeah. the stop sign would be a big help though because um, some of the people on Dorian I don't know how they turn 
on the Dorian when they're doing 50, 60 miles on in front of my house. They have Those no are things we can do. You yeah, know, well, so. you know, I've, I've offered my driveway to police officers sitting in all day long. Well, I have, I have too, because I'm at the bottom of Siebenthaler where the school is. I mean, they are more than welcome to sit in my driveway in the morning. But when traffic backs up, the people want to turn left out door and they can't see down the street. And if you get one knucklehead doing 40, 50 miles an hour up there, it's a recipe for disaster. That's but the speed, I, I, I'm sorry. That's what I was told is that they, there's no way from, it takes them forever to turn left out of Seaman Dollar just because people coming down, going to school, won't let them out. And then people coming up the hill, they're going fast and they have time they can't see them. And it gets backed up too. And you know, I, I didn't get the chance to look. You know, the speed trailer was up there how how long? A couple weeks? It was up there. It was up there about trailer, five weeks. It said the speed zone was 25, but during school it's 20, and it was two two miles off per hour. Because I wasn't the only one that noticed that. Other neighbors said it really should. It was set at 25, but it was registering 27. Come come on up so everybody can hear you, please. We would have liked to have it went up the hill too. We had asked for that. Well, done the speed. It catches speeds both ways. I thought it does. It, it, it does. Yeah, the information was sent to me. I went down and talked to the chief Eden about it because I was concerned about that. He said, "No, it goes both ways." That's why they caught the one. It, it didn't say who it was. It was doing 40 miles an hour. That's the highest speed they got, and that was going uphill. Okay, and you know, we, we appreciate the discussion ahead of time, but you know, when we find out, if we ever find out it's going to be a reality, then, then we can start making these changes. And I think speed humps have been talked about. I know we have been uh, advised not to have them on a hill, you know, because people could ramp and hurt themselves on the straightaway. You know, we're willing, you know, if it takes traffic lights, if it takes stop signs, we added, there were three or four extra stop signs added on Wax Wing Drive when Hunt Road was closed. So these are all things that we'll do if it, if it becomes a reality. And I'm also asking the people proactive to see if it's going to become a reality. Do they know it's going to cost them? Do they know they have to put the water in? You know, that's what, one thing we are asking. Somebody reach out to you proactive and not wait. Okay, I know Patrick talked to somebody in Austin, Texas within the last two weeks. I think the head of these schools, I think he's the head of more than one. Um, and, and he continues to relay concerns and, and information to them. Um, you know, really, you know, when, when somebody's going to develop something, it's on them. You know, we're not going to relax any, you know, codes or, or you know, building or zoning issues for them. So. Can we think about stop signs at Dorian, though, for this school year? Sure. Sure. I know the Okay, stop sign at Dorian. Yeah, both ways, both ways on Okay. Both ways on Siebenthaler for Dorian. Uh, absolutely, we'll talk about that. You know, a, lot of time, a lot of times at night, people are flying down the street because they somehow they think that street goes all the way through. Yeah. And then when you get down to the street, they really ticked, and then, so then they're fully flying. And how they get on Hunt Road when they're going by our houses at 60, 70 miles an hour is beyond me. The gentleman in the motorcycle. Yeah. 
You know, we, 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 still, we still have people with uh, golf carts and quad runners and any other vehicles that are not roadworthy up there. And they always do it at night with no lights on, which is Well, I'm sure Chief Eden's already heard. You know, he watches religiously. So we'll, we'll talk about that in the morning. Okay. Yeah, and thanks for you guys. Keep keep it coming. We'll, we'll do what we can. Like I say, it becomes a reality. What is it, a, a, a grade a year? Is that still the goal from what you're hearing? No. This, this is their last year leasing the building. This is their last year. So in June, they've only got the lease through June. Yes. Now, I don't. I know that a discussion has been brought up at the Parish Council to get the artist to sit down with the school and Our Lady of the Valley and possibly let them go to eighth grade at this site and build a high school in St. Rita's because St. Rita's is not, they're not using that property anymore. Now, obviously there's got a lot of work to be done, probably gonna tear that building down and start all over, but uh, that would be a good alternative for everybody. It would, it still would get the, the cars up to probably uh, 750, but it won't be over a thousand. Anything over a thousand, I think is just not acceptable. Okay, so, so there's still quite a few unknowns. But we, we would. So we might be 450 to 600 this year. Okay. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. And that's and that's K through six or right. right. They added a grade seventh grade, and they added an additional kindergarten. Oh, six. Okay, so K through seven, kindergarten. Uh, there will be a seventh grade is 600 kids. I know when Sacred Heart started, class sizes were 100. I think there were 110 in my sister Bonnie's class. So anyways. Um, What's that? Most of the, so this is, if you look at what they have on, if you look what they post about on Facebook, they're coming from, and I can't, I, I, my statistics are wrong, 60 different zip codes, I think is what they're telling us, yeah. 60 different zones and all this stuff, they have this big map. They come from everywhere. That's the issue is nobody walks to school. There is one family that we see walking to school in the morning, the dad walks three of the kids down every day. Um, but they're the only ones, everybody else drives. I think when Ulsh was there, because I was, I lived there, no, I'm not from Reading or here, Cincinnati. I lived there when Ulsh was in there. But it was fine, there was a lot of kids walking. You love to hear the laughter and the walking and stuff. It's now, where it's the car at the car and don't let you out, and, you know, I mean, it's that stuff. There's nobody walking, everybody drives, nobody okay. walks. Well, hey, when we sit down and talk to them, it's good to know all these things. That, that's why I say things out loud and in, in case that, that comes our way, we know how to answer best. And Okay. And if you ever want feedback from more of the neighbors or in the neighborhood, we have a lot. We've had a meeting with all of us. Uh, we're happy to get them together again if anybody would like to do this and get everyone's feedback instead of just you and I talking all the time. Okay. Okay. And you guys both have my phone number, correct? They, they yeah, got mine. I, I can always give it to them. But yeah, you can call mine. me anytime and yeah. we'll discuss this stop sign tomorrow if you want to know. It's uh, you know, it's probably safety service director and police chief is, and then getting one ordered and getting one up. But so I did tell Bob that I was going to stand out there dressed in black with a little gold pen on my air dryer and pretend I had a, a traffic gun going back and forth. So. If it works, let me know. I'll get a volunteer on everything. Oh, crazy lady, that's me. Okay. You know what? Speeding for any of you that have ever listened, it's just. Bo, I, I, I don't know if you saw the um, historical society bulletin 
two, three months ago, um, somewhere about the 2000s, just after I moved up there in 2000, 2001, we had 921 families in that, in that uh, church, the regional schools there and then. But even with that many cars, that many families there at three masses on the weekend, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as it is now. You know, Car-wise or just car irresponsible car drivers? Or? Well, responsible drivers. I mean, you, know, you don't leave church and drive like an idiot. And you let, but you let people out, you know. These people don't let anybody out. And a lot of them, quite honestly, have figured out they go park on Dorian illegally because they're blocking driveways. And they, their kids walk up the street to Dorian and they try to zoom out that way. Hey, I'll tell you what. Common courtesy alone would, would eliminate so many problems for us here. Common but, courtesy. You know, it's only, and again, it's only, you know, one or two percent of the people. It's not all the people. And I brought this up to school a couple times. And I said, you know, they said, we can't do anything about that. I said, well, but it reflects on you, unfortunately. Okay. You know, if the police come up and start writing tickets and they start complaining to you about it, you got to tell them what's going on. That's it. Okay. Well, thank you, Devin. Soon keep it coming. Any further comments on this topic? All right. Moving on. Any other audience participation? No? Again, three people here, 45 chairs. Moving on, reading of communications. I hear we have none. Is that correct? Still correct. Very good. Guest speakers, non-scheduled. I don't see anybody. Executive session, non-scheduled. Any reason for one? Nope. Okay, moving on. Legislative session, reading of resolutions. Uh, resolution approving the update of the Solid Waste Management Plan of the Hamilton County Solid Waste Management District. Are we all right with the second reading here, Bo? Do you know? We know something from what I heard this morning on it. It, it truly doesn't matter if we, we pass it from what I heard. You know, I think they're going to go ahead and do what they're going to do. But if anybody has any disagreements with it, I'd, I'd like to hear more about it. I heard one today, and I thought it was legitimate. But uh, Mr. Braun, I brought up one last week. I'd like to hear it. Yeah, they have a... Uh you know, they, obviously they want to keep more waste out of the landfills and all that part of it is great. But at the end, they have a, a, a DEI section that seems very unnecessary. And, uh, you know, that kind of stuff seems to cost money and who knows what it accomplishes in the end. You know, it's probably still to be written. So that would be one part that I would question in the... Seeing I do as well. About a year and a half ago, the Ohio Municipal, Municipal League magazine put out an article on DEI. And you know, if we if we lose our ability to to hire who we want to hire, you know, it'd be just as bad as as if we lost control of our taxes. You know, the day is going to come where we will be told who we will hire, for what positions, no qualifications, no no questions asked. But anyway, I agree with you, Andy. It's a major concern to me. It's the only time I've ever called the head of uh, Ohio Municipal League, and because they say they want it to be by ordinance and by resolution that you have to do these things. And I think what's unique about our community and so many others is, you know, to hire people that are qualified, that we feel are honest, polite, decent, respectful, and, and, and match our community, fit into our community, have, you know, energy for our community. And if we lose that, I, I don't know. I hear already that a lot of the institutions that have 
implemented these things or already regretting them, but that, that's ain't gonna break my heart if you just don't pass it. It costs extra money. You know, you're hiring people to to uh, investigate those types of situations and absolutely. Your top person is going to be an unelected person, an unelected person that's going to tell people what to do, and that's that's always a failure of a situation. Always. Any other? Well, can I ask a question, Bo? Can maybe can Pat explain more about what's in the plan? We vote on it next meeting. I mean, oh, that that solid waste plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, sure. You know, didn't wasn't that provided for all of you to read? No, it was. There, there was an email with all the information. There was the the current one actually runs through twenty thirty two, I believe. Then they they revisit it every five years. So uh, there is one that, and and it was two hundred and ninety nine pages long. I was doing some scrolling today, and it's all you know, it's all really good things that they're they're trying sure. to do, but they're just adding in some things that. That I feel are unnecessary. They aren't so yeah. good. There was get, like a seven or eight page PDF that kind of hit the high points of what the entire plan was. But yeah, it was the length that was provided. It was you know several hundred pages of documents. So. Yeah, I started reading before I left uh, town a week ago, and so I haven't finished. But anything with the DEI stuff bothers me. Bothers me. So just as a housekeeping slash Robert's rules thing. You can leave this in reading status forever if you really want to, or you can table it at any time. You don't have to pass it just because it comes to you. Don't have to it's vote for it. Up to you. Don't have to have a vote on it. You, it's up to you, to your council. Do you choose? Think about it on your own. Okay. Hearing nothing else. Reading of ordinances. The following budget for the calendar year beginning January 1st, 2024 has been adopted by council and is hereby submitted for consideration of the Hamilton County Budget Commission. I'll make a motion to suspend the rule requiring the second and third reading. Second. Well, we only need to suspend the third one, but because this is a second. Well, there was confusion, so <laughs> I thought I'd just be the safe now. side. Okay, well, that's, that works. All right, so we have a motion by Mrs. Edichico, second by Mr. Uh, Boehner, right? See, I Don't call me Bishop. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> to suspend rules requiring the second and third reading, just in case we need the second one. Uh, voice, uh, no, roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Uh, Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Second. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Edichico. Yes. We have six yes. The rule is suspended. Motion to adopt. Second. Motion to adopt by Mr. Bronner, second by Mrs. Edichico. Roll call, please. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Edichico. Yes. Six yes. Ordinance is adopted. Ordinance number. 2023-26. Very good. Miscellaneous business. I already have a hand raised. First of all, anybody on council have miscellaneous business? First, Mr. I got, I got a service committee report since I wasn't here on the July 3rd. Um, city crews out patching potholes in the streets. The mulcher has been out collecting branches. City, streepers, city street sweepers has been out. Uh, city crews have been doing water shutoffs. 
city crews are still mapping lead water lines throughout the city. They've been cleaning out uh, catch basins throughout the city as well, as well as making some repairs on those. City crews have been checking the chemicals at the pool and doing maintenance. City crews are still working on putting benches together for Caney Park. I've heard that's just more than that was. That was a lot of time. That was took a lot of people a lot of time to get that done, but they're now completed and moved to a new location. City crews are power washing the city garage and get ready to paint the building. City crews painted the Bemba's football practice field for the Ramsey football camp for the young student athletes. City crews repaired a guardrail that was struck at East Colbert Road near Venka Drive. City crews have been out repairing street signs throughout the city. And August 1st is, first is National Night Out uh, put on by the police department. Uh, it's 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Caney Park. And I have 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. on that? It says 10 p.m. on Okay. Well, Daryl wrote this. And, Did he? Okay. So we'll double check that. But you're, 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 it's at least 5 to 8. Okay. Anything else? From, uh, yes, Thank you, Mr. President. I just want to announce that uh, at the last meeting we had uh, on July 11th, uh, we had uh, 18 viewers online. Um, we had 37 people watched it on YouTube afterward, and uh, 68 uh, listened to the audio archive at some point in time. Thanks to ESP Media for the stats. And it is good to know. I say for years we didn't. We had no idea. Anybody else? You know, just a thing or two for me again. I'm, I'm Enjoy that service department report. We have an incredible service department with the guys we have, the things they do, and you know we apologize. We don't get to some things as quickly as some people would like, um, but again, you know, with 13 guys uh, in a department that used to have 21 full timers, and it was reduced to balance a budget because we have to balance a budget. Just like Reading families, they do an awesome job and do a lot of things. Um, Monday, um, I have been being contacted by the ladies auxiliary um, you know for the American Legion about the taste of Reading for August 26th um, you know electrical concerns down to park and this that and the other but um, Patrick Ross our safety service director and Daryl Courtney our chief public works and Matt Morgan our chief electrician and and uh, John Vance were all there you know we work very very hard with many many different groups you know festivals parades with organizations, with a holiday walk that's coming up. You know, take a lot of our time here, you know, and again, with a, a uh, limited manpower, you know, to, to tap into to get everything done. And we, we work very, very hard to keep as many people happy and keep as many events going as we can. And we need everybody's help and, and, and we appreciate that. But um, anyway, Taste of Reading will be coming up. Um, um, I say National Night Out on the 1st. There's an important election in August. You know, I hope people become educated upon. You know, I think I've read uh, the Ohio Constitution has been amended 172 times in 170 years. We're our federal uh, over 200 years old, 17 times since the Bill of Rights. You know, it, it just shouldn't be amended, amended willy-nilly. And here we are changing ours. But I hope people get educated with that, get out to vote August 8th, a very important election. Um, you know, we got some events coming up at the pool, you know, an adult night on July 22nd, uh, 6.30 to 10.30, you must be 21. Uh, family night on uh, July 28th from 8 to 9.45 p.m. Again, it is a great year to pool, quite a few compliments. We have some great young students that, that are working at that pool and some great managers and and that's doing well. 
Um, also, you know, St. Paul's Lutheran uh, is having an ice cream social. They called here today. I told them I would mention it. Uh, it is this coming Saturday. There's signs going up. Um, I don't know if I have uh, from 1 to 3 p.m. at, at St. Paul's um, Our Lady of the Valley Festival coming up. A lot of great things coming up. So good things are happening and all in all, we're doing very well. Any questions for the mayor? Motion adjourned. Second. Motion by Mr. Boehner and a second by Mr. Tomlin to adjourn. Uh, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? All right, we are adjourned. Everybody have a good night.